Hi, welcome to everyone tuning in and thank you for joining us today. My name is Jillian Perkins. I'm the Director of Communications at Arnarch Messina, a Portland-based investment advisory firm, bringing our unique and disciplined process and philosophy to high net worth individuals and families, nonprofit endowments and foundations, and corporate clients. Today we're here to talk about philanthropic advising. So while some philanthropists have long-term connections to the nonprofit organizations they support, and they're devoted and dedicated donors to these organizations, there are plenty of people out there with charitable intentions who don't necessarily have those established connections and may want some guidance in this area. What organizations are making the most impact? How can you make your gifts as tax efficient as possible? And how can you match your giving to your core values? So these are questions our Wealth Strategy team can help to answer. And today we have with us Catherine Fox, our philanthropic advisor, to talk about what philanthropic advising is, what the process looks like, and how it can help you make the most impact with your charitable contributions. So it is my great pleasure to introduce Catherine Fox. Hi, Jillian. Thanks Hi. for having me. Yeah, so Catherine, maybe you can start and tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to be in the philanthropic advising space. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So it, philanthropy started at a very young age for me. I'm a, a third generation member of a very philanthropic family and my grandmother was a very, very strong matriarch. And I grew up in the Seattle area and it was always just a very ingrained part of our family that we give, give back, whether it's with money or time or other resources. Really, it was part of our family values and sort of what we call the the social capital mm. of our family that was passed down. So philanthropy has always been a language that I'm, I'm very comfortable with. And since my grandmother passed away, the younger generations have really come together to figure out how we're going to carry on and mm. build on this philanthropic tradition in our own way and how we take these these family values that are so important to us and such an integral part of our lives and mm -hmm. express them in a new way. So when I came to Arnarch Messina and you know, getting to know the firm and our clients here, it just seemed to me such a natural fit because we are by nature such a philanthropic firm and we work with such an amazing group of clients who are so philanthropic. Right. But you know, may not be so comfortable with the language of, of philanthropy. Mm -hmm. And I really saw an opportunity to bring something that, that I'm so passionate about uh, and help you know, other people learn the language and, and figure out how they can become more effective philanthropists and more fulfilled philanthropists. Right, that's wonderful. So what exactly is philanthropic advising? How does that work and what do you do? And What's involved in it? Yeah, so you know, it's an overwhelming landscape of nonprofits right. in the US. There yeah. are over 1.5 million. And whether you're an established philanthropist or are making smaller gifts and are looking to, to build on more giving or you know, really just getting started, it can be overwhelming. Right. Because you're basically trying to to learn a new language. And when I spoke with people who run family foundations and have been really active in philanthropy for a long time, that's really the message that comes through is learning philanthropy, it's like learning a new sport or a new language, right? It takes time, it takes practice, and you're gonna make mistakes along the way. Right. So philanthropic advising is really helping people through that process. It's starting at the very beginning to say, what's, what's bringing me to the table here? What 
in my background has, has led me to giving and how do I want to give back? Where do I want to give back? What are the things that really form the core of my being that I can support through philanthropy? Because fundamentally, philanthropy is, is a vehicle for personal and societal transformation. So philanthropic advising is a way that we can help empower clients mm. to realize this transformation by helping them learn the new language, providing them with the resources that they need to, to grow and develop. Right. And what's the process like? What would a client experience if they start working with you in philanthropic advising? The first thing that I'll say is, I think for many of our clients, our initial meeting may be sort of a shock because unlike the investment process, which is highly driven by our analysts and very technical, philanthropy does that does have that technical nuts and bolts component as well. But the first set of meetings are really pretty personal um, and diving into a pretty intense exploration of, you know, what's your background? What's your relationship to your wealth? How do you view your legacy when you're gone? You know, if you have children that you want to pass wealth to, how do you want to pass that wealth? How do you want people to remember you? Or mm -hmm. if you're younger and you're looking to maybe make a, a midlife transition from a successful career into one focused on more giving back, how do you see that? How do you want to build this new chapter? So it starts with this pretty yeah. deep exploration process to get at the first question, which is, why are you giving? Yeah, these are really important questions that probably most people haven't even thought of. Yeah, exactly. And we, we all know charitable giving, right? Because you see it and you see the Red Cross and these big right. organizations and, and most of us give to those organizations, but it's taking it from more of a scattershot approach right. to a really a more focused effort, which is the next step in the process and it's helping clients to define their philanthropic goals and what approach they're going to take right. to solving problems through philanthropy. Yeah. And then from there, looking at what the journey looks like, you know, how are we going to evaluate progress? Are there mm -hmm. going to be family members that are working with you on this journey? You know, sort of what do you envision as we as we work together? And then finally, the most one of the most important steps before you really get started is defining what success looks like. And this isn't something that's fixed in stone. It's something that grow will grow and change and develop as goals change as you know you have successes and failures but it is really important before you start out to really know what are you building towards mm -hmm. and then be able to measure progress against some kind of a concrete goal so metrics so you mentioned families do many people involve their families or involve the, their children in this process yeah you know that's one thing that is really exciting to me about philanthropy is it's a really easy way to bring kids into the family language of money, right? Right. Because you can be any age and understand giving back. You know, they're at kids of different levels right. can understand, you know, we we support our neighbors or we support our community with time or money and we see more and more clients looking towards their wealth transfer and, and not knowing how to bring kids into this conversation and philanthropy can be such an amazingly powerful tool to transfer mm -hmm. not only wealth but again that that social capital i mentioned you know really this is what our family believes this is what our family right. stands for and so 
helping to find younger generations and ex meet them where they are right. and allow them to express their understanding of the values and traditions through philanthropy right. as well. And we see, you know, there's a crazy statistic that when you think about estate planning and the, the transfer process, which is a more technical way, you know, money goes from generation one to generation two, right. you know, many, you know, probably over 80% of those plans that fail, fail because of a breakdown in trust and communication, right. and they fail because heirs are unprepared to accept the responsibility of that money, right? And so what a great way to start having these conversations yeah. and feel confident that your heirs are prepared by really diving into philanthropy and looking at you know, how are we going to give back together? How do we have to sort of come to the yeah. table together as a family and put aside our personal differences yeah. to help others? And you can't really teach your children about money and your family values unless you've examined those questions yourself. And, exactly. Um, valuable process in a lot of different ways. Exactly. Um, so one of the major goals of philanthropic advising is to help clients find the nonprofits that are aligned with their values and visions. So how do you go about that and finding the nonprofits that are going to be best suited to what their goals are? This is one of the most exciting parts of my job is I get to just talk to people that are experts in a specific area that a client's passionate about, you know, whether mm -hmm. it's the Oregon Community Foundation or whether it's you know, someone's interested in, in donating, donating further afield. So you're talking to people that are experts in you know, say development in, in Africa, right? Or wow. in a specific region in Africa. Wow. So really leveraging the network that we have here at Arnarch Messina of, of experts to, for us to put in the time and the research to really, you know, once clients have that list say, you know, I want to focus on empowering women and girls in Kenya right. and saying, okay, wow. so let's look at the organizations that are working in this space in Kenya and let's talk to the people that are on the ground that have been funding these problems for, you know, years, decades, what have you, and let's see what are the what are the struggles that they're facing? What are the organizations that are really working to address those? Right. And then bringing this back to the client and saying, okay, you know, we have, we have this list of organizations and they're addressing different aspects mm -hmm. of the same problem. So what of what this speaks to you and what do you right. want to learn more about? And then from there, talking to those organizations, really seeing what they're doing. You know, if, it, if it's in Oregon, it might be easier to do a site visit than if it's in Kenya, but right. nothing is off the table, right? <laughs> so. It's all about leveraging that network and just you know, putting in the time and having the expertise to, to find the people who can give us that expert opinion. That's fantastic, and the network is wonderful. It sounds like not only can you find organizations that are having the most impact in the areas that clients are interested in, but then direct them to those organizations that are doing really specific, different, taking different angles on those problems. That's yeah. wonderful. Exactly. So if you have somebody who wants to be a philanthropist but, and has the means to do that but really doesn't know where to start at all, what kind of advice would you give them as they, as they start off on this journey? The first piece of advice would be to start small. 
and to be patient with mm-hmm. yourself. Really, when I mentioned that philanthropy is like learning, learning a new sport or a language, I think that's an incredibly apt analogy. And what we don't want to see happen is you sort of jump in with both feet before you've really taken the time to understand a problem or to do your research. Mm-hmm. And then as a result, you have a negative experience. Right. So when we talk about the that background introspection process, really give that process the weight and the time that it deserves. Yeah. And then from there, start small by thinking about measurable and concrete goals. Mm-hmm. So I talked to a, a successful family philanthropist who, who manages a foundation with three of her sisters and she was describing to me that when they got started, they really didn't know, they didn't have direction and they didn't know what to do. They weren't very experienced in philanthropy taking over this foundation from their parents, but what they knew together is that they wanted something concrete. And so they said, okay, we're gonna help this nonprofit that we really like expand into a new building. And we're gonna give them the funds for this new building because it was really important to them that with their first grant, they could see physically those results. And so think about what what is that for you? Do you wanna see something physical? Do you wanna be able to connect uh, with the beneficiaries uh-huh. of this gift? And And so then, you'll know again what you're what you're measuring this process against right. and what success is going to look like at least for that first series of goals that sort of first foray into philanthropy and then i would say the second most important piece of advice is to understand nonprofit capacity mm. and understand constraints that may be on nonprofits. There are some organizations where you could give them a million dollars and it's going to be a drop in the bucket, right? Mm-hmm. And there are some organizations, the smaller, more local organizations, where they couldn't handle a gift of a million dollars because they don't have the people and the programming in place to to leverage that gift. Right. So for new philanthropists, I would say it's really important to be be understanding and be respectful of the environment that you're entering and always work to be a trusted partner and a resource and an ally of the organizations that you serve and take the time to to learn and grow and really feel like you know what you're talking about from the people on the ground before you start making those gifts yeah finding the right fit so when it comes to the nuts and bolts the tax efficiency of charitable giving you guys can uh, help with that part too right yeah and that's really where this the impetus for philanthropic advising came from at arnarch messina because we were working on the wealth strategy team and have these great strong established relationships with accountants and with estate planning attorneys and over the past couple of years, we've done several plans for clients where we put significant bequests into charitable vehicles, whether they be donor-advised funds, charitable trusts, or family foundations for clients for for tax or estate transfer reasons. Mm-hmm. And then we really didn't give them much direction beyond that. You know, we said, "You've saved a bunch of money on taxes. Congratulations! <laughs> you now have." $2 million in a donor advised fund. And that was really where our work ended. Mm. Uh, and that should be really where the work just starts up right. again, yeah. saying, okay, now you have this money, let's go do something really exciting with it. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's wonderful. Um, so is there anything else before we wrap up that you want to add about philanthropic advising and uh, information or advice for people? I would encourage anyone listening, even if you aren't ready to jump into all the personal introspection and building your philanthropic strategy in 2019, take some time this year to think about how you want to give back. Mm. Whether you're young and you don't have the assets yet to start making these big gifts, there are always ways that you can be giving back and be, you can be involved in your community. So I would just encourage everyone to start thinking about that a little more and try and say, I'm here, but I can still help yeah. and figure out the ways that, that really excite you to, to getting involved, get involved. Great advice. Um, thank you. I want to say a huge thank you to Catherine Fox for sharing her insights today. And please, if you're listening, don't hesitate to reach out to her and to our wealth strategy team. You can discuss this in more detail or find out more about how we could help you with your charitable giving strategy. Visit our website at arnrichmessina.com for more information, or you can contact Catherine directly at kfox at am-a.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Catherine. Thanks, Jillian. Thank you for listening to Arnrich Messina's podcast. Please see the podcast description for important copyright and disclaimer information.